Yo, K-Bong, you on there? I'm on here. Good afternoon. Awesome, man. Great to talk to you. I'd uh, like to welcome everyone, my friend Kevin Bong, a.k.a. K-Bong, to the podcast. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. Really, really stoked to have you for a few minutes. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for having me. This is pretty cool. Uh, my first time uh, getting on well, your show and, and then the Anchor app as well. This is pretty rad. Definitely, man. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I think it'll be a pretty, pretty cool discussion about some of the new stuff you got coming out, uh, some of the exciting, exciting things happening. And not that you uh, need too much of an introduction, um, but K-Bong is an awesomely talented musician, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, and uh, genuinely one of the nicest people I've ever met. Uh, <laughs> he's got a brand new album coming out really soon, uh, probably in the next few months. And the album is called Easy to Love You, right? Correct. Awesome. And it's a follow-up to your first album, which was the 2014 Hopes and Dreams. Yes, correct. Awesome. Uh, and you may also know him as the longtime keyboardist for a little reggae band called Stick Figure. So really, really stoked to chat with you, man. It'll be a, it'll be a cool, uh, cool time here. So uh, again, thank you for taking a few minutes to chat. And um, K-Bong, for the, for the one person who might be listening, who might not know who you are, can you just give a quick bit about your, uh, your background, kind of like where you grew up, how you got into music, um, what you're doing now? Sure. Well, you awesome. did a great you did a great job with that. <laughs> but uh, for anyone else out there, yeah, I, multi-instrumentalist. I started playing guitar uh, when I was about 13, 14 years old. And mm-hmm. I eventually I went to pick up the bass, played bass in a reggae band for a few years, played guitar in a punk rock band. That was my first band, actually. Punk and, rock. It, lots of it starts there. <laughs> right. <laughs> And, you know, being in high school and you just got that extra aggression and that edge and that oh, yeah. <laughs> act to rebel, yep. uh, you know, and uh, eventually I picked up the keyboards and started playing with stick figure in college, um, you know, and then and all that all that led to the interest to produce my own record. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, I decided to come out on the artist name under K-Bong, which is short for my full name, Kevin Bong, B-O-N-G. So, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And did you did you grow up? Um, you you grew up in the islands and came over to San Diego, or did you start in San Diego? Or I, uh, yeah, you know, I was born in Seattle, oh, okay. and I lived I lived there till I was about nine years old. And my dad got a job in Hawaii. Parents were divorced, and so he took my brother and I out to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And I I was raised here from the uh, age ten till. Till up until high school, and after high school, I graduated and decided to move to San Diego. It's awesome, man. Not a not a bad spot to live. Not a bad spot at all. And <laughs> what's really exciting about San Diego is there's music every day of the week there, mm-hmm. different genres, uh, different venues all around town. You know, different bands, different genres, and so that for me was great exposure to music and more of just a scene to be able to play live and performance and stuff like that. Definitely. It's easy to take that for granted living here, all the, uh, all the live music kind of happening every night of the week. <laughs> Definitely. But um, yeah, man, you got, you got the new album coming out soon. I know a lot of people are stoked on it. There's a lot of hype already with the, um, with the single. And I know you're doing, you're doing a few music videos. You have a few in production right now, right? 
Yeah, I do. I'm excited to be working with the the boys out of Florida, uh, Sugar Shack Sessions. I'm doing yes. a video. Amazing, the amazing the videos they put out. <laughs> Great videos. So I'm uber excited to be working with those guys. And we're going to be doing uh, the title track off the new record, Easy to Love You. Awesome. So, Super cool, man. Yeah. And um, so as I understand it, most of most of this was recorded because, I mean, you, you Stick is on the road a lot now. Most of this was recorded basically on the road in completely different spots in hotel rooms and basically anywhere else you could find a place where you're not going to get too much noise, right? Correct, yes. You know, while we were just touring around the road for Stick Figure, and I guess for the listeners out there who don't know that Stick Figure is an international international touring reggae band that I've been playing in for six mm-hmm. years, which has provided an amazing platform for me to not only pursue opportunities with them, but pursue my solo career as well. And while we were on tour in 2016, I decided to start recording my second full-length solo record. And mm-hmm. we've got a great producer in the band. Well, a bunch of great producers in the band. <laughs> a lot, a lot of talent on the production and, side there. And, and Johnny Cosmic. And uh, Johnny Cosmic and I, who plays, Johnny plays guitar and keyboards and vocals for, for Stick Figure. Mm-hmm. He's an amazing producer, and he decided to take on the project with me. And yeah, we did it all over the place, all over the country, and whatever space we really could find. A lot That's of it was so hotel cool. rooms and days off and stuff. So it's a really cool dynamic to it, and it kind of kind of lends a different uh, flavor. I'm I'm guessing to each each track too, you know. Absolutely, that's what I love. That's what yeah, I love the longer. the best about it is just those different textures, uh, those layers, you know. And I think I think all those different spaces that we were in really, you know, added to that that element so absolutely well what were some of the uh what were some of the like spots around the world like what cities were you recording in and stuff we you know i remember there was a suite in new york city we were nice. in the lobby of a hotel there <laughs> and really it was like we had you know we'd have two days off on tour in between our shows and right. you know sometimes we'd be out in the midwest sometimes we'd be in a big city but i'd always kind of approach the hotels or the front desk and ask if they had a space for us to work. And a lot of the times we were granted a conference room or an extra hotel room or something, Yeah, you know? And so, yeah, we made it work. That's awesome, man. I know, I know from doing a little bit of home recording here in, uh, in ocean beach, San Diego, they're like, sometimes I'll be doing an intimate vocal track and there'll just be like a loud motorcycle that goes by in the background or anything, or a group of drunk people walking by or something. Did you have any uh did you have any funny interruptions or was it mostly mostly good luck and pretty smooth? I can't you know, I can't really think of any like distracting interruptions. For the most part, you know, nothing sticks out to me, but we definitely had some interesting moments where he would be after a show and I remember mm-hmm. in Spokane, Washington, after a show with Stick Figure on our on our tour, we decided to stay in the green room for about two hours after the show and then yeah. he let us do that. And we put up this huge couch up against the wall and we put up a vocal microphone <laughs> behind it. So I was able to record Epic. vocals behind this couch in this green room in Spokane. And I still remember what song it was on too. It was called Need a Ride. And <laughs> just so funny. So yeah, kind of memories like that stick out. That is and, that is awesome, man. Now when everyone hears that song, they're gonna be like, Oh man, this is the one who recorded the vocals behind the couch. Right. <laughs> right, right. It's awesome, dude. And uh and yeah, so you got um, so on the on the first single, uh, "Open My Eyes," you had 
it, it was it was produced partly by John and also partly with Scott, right? Correct. All right, awesome. And one of Scott's one of Scott's expertise is, I guess, you know, he started as a drummer, mm-hmm. and so programming drums, digital drums for him is one of the things that he loves doing. And so when he heard the track and kind of the progress that we had made on it, he offered to jump in and take a try at the drums. And what he came up with was great, and we loved it. Oh, super cool. And they, they both they both have their own different flavors too, him and John. They both I mean they that that track when as soon as I heard it, um it, it just it just spoke to me from both directions. You know, you had the um you had the amazing kind of uh kind of spacey, uh echoey cosmic thing going and then you had you had the the yeah, the drums are just unbelievable, man. It really it really is thick and powerful. It's cool. Right on. Thank you very much. We were very happy on the way that turned out and you know a little bit of this and a little bit of that and it was a true collaboration between all of us definitely man and you've um you've been playing with stick now for the better the better part of 10 years um maybe even a little more than that uh which is tough to believe because it seems like yesterday you know we were catching you at the ob farmers market and 710 beach club and stuff down here um now, how how did you originally link up with Scott when um, when when you guys were kind of kind of starting out? So Scott, you know, I, this is actually kind of a funny story, and a lot of people may not know this, but Craigslist is where I had met Scott. The power of Craigslist. Figure. The power of Craigslist. I have <laughs> I have my that's my successful Craigslist story. <laughs> the one out of a million, right? <laughs> Would I recommend Craigslist? I don't know, but for me, I came up with a great opportunity and. Sure. Scott was producing music in Massachusetts mm-hmm. and found that he was able to market his music over the internet really well. And he decided to move to San Diego and he wanted to start playing his music live there. Yeah. Started putting up ads and hiring, you know, wanted to find a keyboard player. So I answered the ad and auditioned and I was one of 12 keyboard players, I think. But I really was the only one that had an ear for reggae. And so they, they, they brought me on. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, it's really it's really cool and it's been I think I think one of the reasons that I I love you guys is not just because you guys have great music but be, just just like kind of knowing knowing you back when um when you were kind of more more toward the beginning of the journey and seeing how far you come. I mean, that that's inspiring for for a lot of us on the scene. It's really it's really just amazing seeing seeing people that you know and that you know are working hard come up and uh that's that's been a really awesome thing to watch. So from kind of a, from kind of a musical inspiration journey, I mean, um, I think what a lot of people don't see is the insanely hard work that goes in behind the scenes to really, to really kind of jump up to the next levels and keep moving forward. Um, do you, do you have any, um, any stories about kind of the hard work that you guys put in as far as, uh, as far as building it up from that point or, um, or, or any insight into like kind of obstacles you had to overcome to keep to keep going forward. Sure, that's a great question. I know there's a lot of artists and bands up there that are making music and looking for their opportunities and how they can continue to get shows and pursue their dreams. And it's a question I think about a lot. And there's really no right formula, you know, that I could say. I think everyone does things very differently. For mm-hmm. us. For, for, you know, for Scott, 
he was producing that music and putting it out before he even got on the road, got in a van and did touring, you know, and for that, for him and for stick figure, that led to a lot of the success when we finally did decide to hit the road. And he, he really hit the internet and marketed the music really well back when MySpace was out. I think he was one of the first on Pandora to put uh, stick figure music up there. Yeah. And so, you know, by the time we put the band together, people had already been fans of the music and were coming to the shows. Mm-hmm. And so for for us, that led to a lot of that success in the beginning, you know. Definitely. And, and you know, it takes it takes great chemistry with the people you're playing on stage with and off stage. You know, you live in with your band on tour. Oh, yeah. You know, so there's that element and the music's got to be good. The studio records have to be good. You know, a lot, a lot of different right? things that go into it. I think you hit the, <laughs> so nail, many you hit the nail on the head, too. <laughs> it's like really, uh, it's really, there's no one way, you know, it's not like, hey, here's the golden ticket. It's like a lot of different things coming together and doing a lot of the right things over and over, over, you know, over time. And that's, that's really, that's really cool, man. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, and I want to be I want to be considerate of your time here, so we'll uh we'll we'll wrap up with a couple final final things. I would I would like to take a second and say that it's it's really amazing. Uh, I think I think that's something that goes not not overlooked by the fans, but maybe by outside observers. Um, with all your growth and everything, how awesome you are to your fans. I mean, I remember um, when you were you were doing uh, you were doing a promotion for. I don't remember exactly what it was, but you were doing a promotion and literally everyone that supported you on that promotion, you went live on Facebook and you were writing a song on the spot, thanking every single person that, that, you know, supported you or helped you out. And, uh, and also, I mean, I, I have a little cousin, uh, shout out to my cousin Liam up in Maine in New Hampshire. Um, who, <laughs> who, uh, who, shout outs yeah yeah he uh you know he's a big stick fan and everything the first thing he texts me after you guys show he's like dude and I, I don't even think you guys knew that he was my cousin or anything but he uh he was like man he's like you know k-bong is the nicest person i've ever talked to he took a lot of time and really said hey to me and stuff and that that goes a huge you know it's huge it goes a long way with people and you guys are all really awesome at developing um developing those relationships with the fans and stuff so big big props on that man it's really cool oh thank you thank you very much i appreciate that for me i you know i started as a fan and i still am a fan of music (laughs) and bands out there Uh, but i i feel like that was where i learned kind of those lessons on how to treat fans because i for me make a huge impact you know and 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 growing Mm -hmm. up and when i was 16 years old going to punk rock shows here in hawaii yeah i you know i, I was on upstage in the front row wanting to, to catch that guitar pick you know yeah. get that picture or go <laughs> tell the guitar player he did great tonight and so for me being on the flip side of it i love making those memories for the fans and the people that come out it makes a big difference absolutely man i know i know they all appreciate it and uh we will uh we'll leave it with this but um so just just as far as for for anyone out there, just kind of a word of inspiration. Uh, you're you're someone that again has really really made a lot happen. I think you're someone that a lot of people look up to as someone who you who who followed their dreams and really kind of got out there and put them put them into play and you know and made it happen. Um, just for anyone, it doesn't have to be a musician. Uh, could be any creative or really anyone that just wants to kind of um, wants to kind of better their life and stuff. I mean, what's uh, 
what kind of words words of inspiration would you would you give to someone who maybe wants to uh, follow their own path or or do something they've never kind of branched out and done before? Uh, I think about this all the time, but you know, life 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 is short. It's it's not guaranteed. You know, mm-hmm. every day is a, is a blessing. Every day is an opportunity to to make a memory for someone, make a memory for yourself, go experience something and. I'd say don't be afraid to follow your dreams. Um, go for them. Do, you know, you only live, live it up once. to the fullest. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Absolutely, exactly. man. And that's, and, that's, uh, I can't, I really can't think of uh, too many people that kind of embody that, that message and kind of looking at the positive side of, of things, no matter what happens uh, more, more than you. And the, you know, just the, basically the positivity that you radiate from, from yourself as a musician and a person. So um, absolutely and make sure to follow your heart and be genuine as possible be as, as genuine as you can and that's where a lot of that great music comes from is when you're writing just per- you know from your heart from your soul right right and not what not what you not think people want to hear but what what's coming from you yeah yeah and that's all absorbed from all the experiences that you're experiencing all around you and that inspiration that you take in from the world you know that fuels the soul totally the beautiful, uh, beautiful circle of inspiration. Absolutely. Cool, man. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you so much again, everybody. K-Bong, um, he's got the new album coming out in the near future. Definitely keep a lookout for it. It's going to be everywhere on the internet, Spotify, um, iTunes, YouTube, all the, all the fun stuff. And, um, and definitely, definitely check out all his social media. He's K-Bong on Facebook, um, Instagram. Check him out. And, uh, yeah, dude, thanks again so much. It was awesome having you, man. We'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. And I'd love to be on the show again sometime soon. So Absolutely. Once, once we hit 10,000-plus uh, listeners, we'll, uh, we'll get you back on here and get, get, a, real, get a really awesome thing going. <laughs> all good. Thanks so much for having me, Brad. All right, brother. Have a good one. Take care. See you.